everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is October 16th, 2022, and I'm here in studio by myself. Jeff is on the phone because, as you guys know, he just had surgery this week. How are you feeling right now? Uh, Dave, I was going to say, who had the better weekend, you or me? Oh, you um, did, 100%. What? This was um, literally the worst sports weekend of my life. I mean, you can, can it you had combine, to be, right? Oh, dude. I said to Josh today, I said, the only time I've been this upset about sports is when his last football game in Alabama, they lost the national championship with the one second remaining to Clemson. But this is am right I, there. Am, am I crazy? I swear to God, Dave, watching the, we'll get to the pause in a second. Yeah. But watching the end of that Alabama game, am I crazy? I swear, I feel like there was a similar doubleheader, not involving the Padres, but I feel like you went something similar with Alabama and the Dodgers within the last couple of years, where in the afternoon, Alabama lost a really, really tough game. And then just like two hours later, you just get need right in the nickels again. I, I don't remember. Dodgers I don't remember that one here, here real quick before we're going to get to Padres. Cause I know people want to know what the mm-hmm. fuck everyone wants to hear me uh, cry here. Here's the deal that, and I never, ever fucking say anything about referees, like ca- causing the outcome of a game. Dude, yeah. when it was 17 to 6 penalty wise, and I'm looking uh, at Bryce Young get smoked in the head with knees yeah. and face masks, like Tennessee against Alabama, and there are no flags. And then all of a sudden, there's an interception on fourth down, and Alabama has the game locked up, and the guy runs it back 80 yards. The flag isn't even thrown in the end zone where they called pass interference later on. It was called where the blocking in the back would have happened. None of the calls made any sense. So, I'm going, this is the worst hometown officiating I've ever seen. It's the biggest Southern bullshit I've ever seen in my life. I was so pissed off yesterday about Alabama. And then I'm like, hey, I'm just hoping for game five for come around for the Dodgers Padres. This is where I was going on that one. Uh, It looked like, uh, I'll tell you this, honestly, um, I came home, days run into each other. Yeah. But I think I came home Thursday and Honestly, other than trying to do like a half hour walk each day, 90% of the time, Dave, I've been passed out. Oh, yeah. Um, not, in, not for a second. So the only thing I saw at the end was how that game ended, which is amazing, right? But that's funny. So I can't, I can't reference what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a few minutes left I, in the I, game I, and Alabama intercepted the ball with, and, they yes. had, and they had a seven point lead. It was a lock. Yeah, the game was over. The referees for that game were Jerry the King Lawler and handsome Jimmy Valley. <laughs> and Peyton Manning. Yeah. And Peyton Manning, old school. But um, no, I, it's like you watch Red Zone or you watch college football on Saturday. I don't, I don't really see it in the NBA or the NHL. Not, they're not really relevant in this. But it is – come on, man. It's human nature, Dave. Guys, guys get impacted – Yes. Right. It's the Leslie Nielsen syndrome where they hear the crowd and, <laughs> and maybe they don't break out into the dance, but they get excited and they go. But Dude, you, we know, saw it. you were in the <laughs> hospital last week. We saw it in the Raider Chiefs uh-huh. game. When the call went uh-huh. against the Chiefs, the Raiders did not get one call the rest of the game. And that was in the first half. Everything was yeah. against the Raiders. Max Crosby was held by like two guys on every play. And there was, they would not give a call towards the Raiders to benefit them. It was crazy. I, I would just say. I would just say this on Dave's behalf. Uh, Dave's open season on the Dodgers, he always has been. He, he goes out in front. Right, Dave didn't ask me to make any speech on his part tonight, but, but uh, because part of this, what happened over the weekend, bugged me personally. Um, 
so when the Dodgers lose, right, Dave, I've got that picture of you with the man bun, and that's going up as the game's changing, like everything. Today, I don't know if you saw, but it, I finally made the change where the picture was just you and Garv. I cut myself out of it. That's <laughs> up on social media, right? All, all of that is open season. But to me, sending me and Dave messages about Alabama and thinking that's funny, uh, Dave, I'll just speak for me. I don't find it funny. Josh played at Alabama. Josh's family to me, Dave's family to me, one of my favorite pictures of the Ballet Boys uh, we talk about all the time is, is Sad Jake and Stan. <laughs> but, but I, you know, man, just keep that shit to yourself. Like, uh, there's just, I know everybody wants to be funny and edgy and then on the joke, you don't have to be. Dave and I got it covered. And if you want to bust his balls about the Dodgers. I'm open season. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, open season. But, 100%. But to, but to, but to loop me in and think like, hey, we're going to kick Dave in the balls about Alabama. I don't No, Don't do it. Get lost. Like that to me, when Josh played there and we could see him on the sideline and hearing the stories about Saban and, and really not go too far. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. This was not my intent. I, I've always been kind of a casual Alabama fan. I like watching him play. But when we were at Jake's Memorial yep. and you see two massive floral arrangements in the front that came from the Saban family. Yep. And Dave, I think at the time you shared it on the show, we talked a lot about it off the air, what the Saban family did in, in the worst days of your family. Dude, the picture of Nick Saban with Josh is one of my absolute favorite pictures. Like I said, I, I don't know, man, people have got to figure out what's going on in their own life. If you think that's funny to go and, yeah, fuck it. I just, yeah, no, no, I'm with. I'm, I feel, like, I feel the same way. There's a difference when we're all rooting for their own team, but when there's yeah. that, as you said, there's a family connection. Look, yeah, my son wasn't Jalen, and he wasn't Tua. Okay, I understand. Right. Josh understands where he was at, but as you said, in our worst moment, and Alabama's getting ready for LSU, and all that shit's going down yeah. the biggest week of the year. Fucking, they took time to call Josh, and they took time to send flowers to my house and flowers for the funeral and everything else. Dude, there's it's, yeah. it's, there's a family there. They treated us absolutely outstanding. I'll tell you, as a guy who went to San Diego State, I've never once had San Diego State call me and say, hey, how's your life going? Do you need anything from us? Alabama yeah. does it to my son all the time. Is there anything you need? Are you, are you happy in your career? Is there anything we can do? That That's amazing the way they treat them. San Diego State's never done anything except asking me for money. That's it. Yeah. I get asked for money and, all the fucking time. Um, so... So that ended, but then yesterday uh, we go to the Dodger game. And, and David, it's funny. There's so many things to talk about in that game, but you you said something that I'll give you credit for. You've said this for a long time, that the Padres needed a defining moment at Petco Park. Yes. Because with everything that's great about that park, with everything that's been great about the Seidler ownership, and I agreed with you, there had not been <clears throat> a defining moment in Petco Park history since 04. Yeah. And Dave, I went back today, and I don't know if you have the game. You're probably like, are you kidding me? No, I didn't keep the game. But if people get the chance to go back and watch the entire seventh inning, because when you watch the Padres in the seventh inning, it's sick to me how many things went San Diego's way that for the last 40 years absolutely would have gone against the Padres. Yeah, And just a couple of things. The Nola single, an infield single by Nola is crazy, right? Yep. The Kim, the Kim double 
drops just inside the line. And I'm watching all these people kill Dave Roberts last night, the whole thing. And I'm, and I go back and I'm watching this today. And if you want to debate the pitchers, fine. But I'm just saying the ball dropped exactly where San Diego needed it. Then you give Soto second base, which every, probably every team in the league does. The next pitch, Cronenworth gets the, the, the uh, hit to center field. And Trace Thompson makes the absolute worst throw I've ever seen from the center fielder where it bounces off the pitcher's mound. It doesn't even come close. But if you hadn't give Soto second base, right, if Muncy's not playing a little bit off the line, if the Nola single doesn't drop, and because I would have said last night if you asked me, yes, the Cronenworth hit, Dave, we finally have the defining moment to this point. Yeah. But I think it's got to be the entire seventh inning. Because well, there's so many I little agree. things that happen, and it was just, yes, Padres, Dodgers, fantastic, all of that kind of stuff. But when you really love this game, and you go and go, and you look at the domino effect, yeah. that this led to that, which led to that, and you go, the Dodgers, if I'm Dave Roberts and I'm watching that inning back, I'm probably looking at it, again, if you want to debate pitchers, fine, but I don't know what he could have done differently. And San Diego took advantage of the situation yeah. and gets the win. And I'll, and Dave, I'll just say this too. I don't know when I've been more excited for a guy that's been here a short period of time than I was for Hader. Because you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. And it made me so mad as a fan of this team that they were booing Hader. Because we knew you were going to need Hader if you yeah. were going to. We did. We talked about that about a month ago. The way- yeah. Yeah. And when you had him pitch the ninth, and it's the one, two, three, right? When yeah. you get Mookie, Turner, Freeman, and he gets so genuinely excited. I can't imagine what it was like when he first got here when you just want to contribute. Yeah. And to be the guy to close it out last night, I, I was thrilled for a lot of guys, but, but Hader was probably in my top five. You know, go, since you started with the, the Dodger part, as far as what could Dave Roberts do, because there's a million things in there about, you know, and I'm looking everywhere, message boards and what people are saying about yeah. Dave Roberts. People who don't understand the game, we've tried to explain this to you a couple of times, and it's not talking down. It's not, you guys are baseball no. explaining to us. A lot of people don't realize, and I understand when I go to the games and I listen to people in the stands talk, they have no idea how today's game works. The days of, of yeah. Tom of the Sword and Earl Weaver making decisions are long gone. Right. And there's a reason why Bruce Bochy wanted out. It wasn't because he hated San Francisco all of a sudden. He got tired that his opinion didn't matter. And what it is, is everything is generated by computers. This all started 100% by every team since 2017, since the Astros did it. And so AJ Hinch used to talk about it. I go in and my, the lineup's on my desk. It's set up by the front office. Bruce Bochy told us there are two guys on computers down the hallway that are constantly telling you who to pinch hit, who to get up in the bullpen. Everything is set up. Guys like Boach that will make him great, and guys like Bob Melvin, and guys like Jim Leland back in the day, they're basically the team psychologists. They go up to each guy, how you doing? They check up on him. They make him feel part of the team, the whole deal. Bob Melvin, though, does things a little bit different than the other managers where he goes with his gut at sometimes, and the Padres have given him the leeway to do it. There's no way Andy Green or Jace Tingler does what Bob Melvin did this year. No chance. And, nope, no, I agree completely. And it's Bob Melvin's experience and his age and the fact that he played the at Major League Baseball at the level for a longer time. He's earned that. Bochi, if Bochi was here, he would have earned that too, okay? But the game has changed a lot. Dave Roberts is doing what the front office is telling him to do. I guarantee you Dave's thinking what the fans were thinking. This is a situation for Evan Phillips, who's been their best pitcher mm. in the bullpen. 
Well, it wasn't. They decided before the game, Evan Phillips would pitch the ninth. And that's the way it went. Yancey Almonte has been pitching fantastic for the Dodgers. It wasn't his inning. He was supposed to pitch the eighth. And so everyone wants Dave fired. I was one of those guys that I put on Twitter yesterday. Is this Dave's last game? And Dave will probably win manager of the year because he won 111 games. Yeah. But the deal is the Dodgers fire guys when the voice gets old. And it got old with Don Mattingly. And he finished in first place every fucking year. Dave Roberts, you wonder, is the voice old? I'll throw two guys out, and I know we're going to spend most of the time talking pods. You tell me if I'm crazy, because I'll forget to bring this topic up, okay? If Dave Roberts is gone, um, does Andrew Friedman go back to the well of the guy he gave his first shot to, which was Joe Madden, new voice, or does he go to the guy the players want in Ron Washington? Would he go to either one of those over Dave Roberts? Would you take either one of those guys over Dave Roberts? It's funny, Dave, because... Kind of look at those two guys, and I see the Dodgers and the way that organization is. I would think more younger, you know, analytics guy, right? I what mean, about Mark Pryor? Uh, Mark Pryor would be an interesting call. I was thinking Joe Espada from the Astros, who's kind of all in on that analytics, right? But he's probably not going anywhere. It's tough to, um, to bring in anyone that has any connection oh, with Astros so to the Dodgers. True. So true. Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting about that. I'm just looking at. Who are the guys you read the most about that that seem to really get a grasp of where the game is now? Yeah. But I don't know that you'd go Madden because for me, Madden and Washington are the next three years, right? And then you're right back in this situation again. So I would probably look and say, and, and Friedman has so many connections around the game. And with the Dodgers, I mean, that's top two, three jobs in baseball. Yeah, right. I'd agree. I mean, gotta be. And so you're going to have your complete. I mean, look, all these guys that are interviewing right now. We saw that Boach is interviewing for the Rangers job. You're seeing Ron Washington's interviewing all these different guys. All of these jobs have 25 different people that are available. Buck Showalter is going back to the Mets. That was announced the other day. Billy Epler is going back. I wondered if Showalter would be out, but um, boy, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, for the Dodgers, I'd probably be shocked if they pushed Dave out because I think you're right. I think the analytics part, and you saw a lot today from the Times and others saying, it's time for Andrew Friedman to say, what what is our call and what was Dave's call? Because the fans deserve that. I don't feel like the Dodgers look at that and go, no, you really don't. You we're, don't. we're a business. Yeah. We run an operation. <laughs> and you buy your tickets and the gear, and we're going to try to win. 111 games for you. So that's, that's our arrangement. And if yeah. you don't like it, yeah, well, that, that's, that's I, I'm with you 100%. This, it's their business. Yeah. You're just the one following the team. They don't know you shit. Right. Right. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're making you buy tickets or buy the gear. Even that. It's up to you to spend your time fucking watching the team. They don't know you jack shit. They don't know you anything. I, but I look at this. I mean, if Trey Turner moves on and other things, I'm really interested Dave, the hangover today. Yeah. The oh, emotional yeah. hangover, right? Knowing that the Dave Roberts goes on Dan's show and says, we're winning it this year. Okay. You can make up that whatever you want. Dude, what do you I want? But the, the thing is, what do you want him to say? It's exactly. like, it's, it's we're like gonna a, finish third? Yeah, it's like a boxer who gets into the ring, man, I'm going to train. And then when I go to Vegas, I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me. Cause that guy's really good. Uh, he's good. And yeah. if I walk out of there with the draw, good for me. What? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> People find the weirdest things to clamp onto and just feel like you think there was when they're showing those clips 
of the Dodgers last night. You think Kershaw in his head is just thinking, Dave, you fucking loudmouth. Oh my running God. your mouth on the Dan Patrick show. No, <laughs> nobody's sick of that. You know, nobody's sick of that. You know, you, I know you always look at the money and I, and I started looking mm-hmm. at the money today. And so here's the deal. The Dodger free agents that are gone. Okay. The Dodger okay. payroll was, was enormous. It was over $250 million with taxes. I think it might've been like 275 even, but do you know, do you know how much money comes off the books for the Dodgers this year? Yeah, just, no t- idea. just take a, just take a crazy number of guess. I, you know, I used to be pretty good on their roster, and I, I don't know all the guys coming up, but I'll, I'll say 75. Okay, assuming Bellinger's gone, because everyone thinks Bellinger's yeah. about to be gone. One hundred and seventy. Yeah, Trey Turner. $175 million, Jeff, off the books. Who's the most of that? Or are those it, contracts it, that's that Trevor, were traded away? Trevor Bauer is the most of that. Oh, wow. Trevor Bauer's the most of that. Yeah, but it, it, when I was like, holy fuck, 175 is amazing, you know? Yeah. And, they, and I don't know what the hell they do. They might just throw it all back in there and go, we're going to spin it on DeGrom and Chase Judge. Who knows what they fucking do? But that's a crazy yeah. number when you think about where, where they are as far as, are we going to youth movement? Are we going to, what are we doing here? You know? Well, the, the, the other fun thing that I saw today was a, f- a few mentions on social media. Hey, all things being equal, free agents want to go to San Diego, not LA. I, I don't know what backs that up. The free agent's going to go where the money is. Yeah, always and he has the, money the opportunity is. to play. That's why Carlos Correa went to the Twins. He didn't, he didn't go to the Dodgers or the Pods. He went because the Twins offered him thirty million. And what? I, yeah, I, why do you think Javi right? Baez went to Detroit? Nobody goes to right. Detroit. People no, run from God, Detroit. No, the only thing you do to go to Detroit is hide from your ex. There's nobody <laughs> you want to meet in Detroit. And the only thing you know is that you can start fresh there. God, I can't think of anything being a Tigers and Red Wings fan. Oh, only my. thing I would do, Dave. Yeah. You ride my bike around Lake Michigan, hope I don't fall in. Um, but, but I, I mean, I will say this though, and and I think I'm fair in this. Yeah, I think it's completely fair for San Diego to be upset at how easily they were dismissed for what they pulled off in the Mets series. Yes, and I think it's a hundred percent fair for San Diego to be upset by how easily they've been dismissed for what they did with the Dodgers, yeah. because this bullshit that who's dismissing and, that and it. Yeah, this bullshit that the series should have been seven games because LA oh, gets everything. Disagree. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Like, they, uh, and the whole idea of the rest and everything else, it's just, it's ridiculous. They, there, there would have been, had the tables been turned, and they often have been between these two teams. I think what you wrote last night was so funny, and I don't know, I, I didn't follow the thread, but when you just said the hotter team won, I have nothing else to say. That's it. I did That's say exactly I said it. I said hotter and better. I don't want to take anything away from the Padres. So here, yeah, here's that, and and it, you make a lot of good points on this, okay? Because I don't want to dismiss anything. I don't want people as fucking James Royal says I'm running. I never run, James. You asshole. Why would I run, <laughs> you fucker? Pally's going to run tonight. Not going to do a show. When have I ever fucking that. refused to go on because things didn't go my way? Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to get you in a headlock and trim your beard, you asshole. What are you doing? Well, you better get a ladder. He's a pretty tall (laughs) kid. He's a pretty big dude. He's a big fucker. All right, so look. So I, 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 dude, the the tweets came in ridiculous. The, the, The direct messages were insane. They were so fast and so long that I couldn't respond to any of them. So, And I was in a horrible mood, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I I, I, I have not handled this as an adult uh, this whole week. (laughs) 
I was, I went to what? Uh, my favorite admission, maybe in 25 years. Dude, because I, I, Jeff, I have not handled this. Dude, I have not. Don't I've make had, me laugh, dude. I've had to apologize three times this week because my wife pointed out to me I was an asshole. My son pointed out I was an asshole. Other friends pointed out, dude. Well, what would you apologize to? You don't apologize to anybody. Okay, so the first. The first one was game two after the Dodgers won game one. I've sat in the same place basically the entire season. And my wife says, do you want to go to this Padres party down the street? And I said, oh, how fun. No, I don't. And then she brought it up again. I know she wanted to go. So we go and I'm thinking, they said it's going to be small. There are like 100 people there, all Padre Uh, fans but me. And they start talking. Thanks, Rita. Yeah, they start talking shit. All right. It's like 3-3 and they're talking shit. And I just, I lost my temper and I just straight out said, look, unless you guys want the tooth fairy to visit tonight, I'm going to knock out your fucking teeth. So why don't you shut the fuck up right now? And then I told my wife, let's get the fuck out of here. This whole backyard's jinxed. And then <laughs> other women are like, is he serious? And she goes, he's a hundred percent serious. And we fucking leave and they lose anyway. Oh, and so, okay, stop. Just, yeah. just stop just for a second. Yeah. Why is anybody in that backyard surprised? Do they know you? Have yeah, any of them no ever shit. talked to you? That's what bothers me. I, I watch every, you know me, dude. I watch every pitch, every fucking pitch of 162. I have to too. I get stuck in that garage watching that team I hate. <laughs> and you walk in there and I, you always have an, oh, I got the puck. Oh, that doesn't mean a lot of great. You're a humanitarian. But the idea that she says, do you want to go to this Padre party? I'll judge each of these individually, okay, as, yeah. a, as a former boxing judge. That's 100% a unanimous decision win for Dave. It's a terrible decision by his family to try to force him into going someplace he doesn't want to be. Yes. They know the situation. You have nothing to apologize there. Rescind your apology. Uh, anything that's said in the emotion in the in that moment, Dave, you're 100% justified. Yeah. As somebody who's loved the Padres for 40 years, you're fine. That apology is not uh, needed. You're fine. One okay. nothing, Dave. All right. And I, I, I mean, your situation well, too. I apologized and then I kind of took it back. I wrote back. I said, you know what? Fuck friendship <laughs> in a group text. Fuck friendship. I realized my life is at its best when Alabama and the Dodgers win. So fuck you guys. I'll talk to you in the spring. And, uh, oh, there you go. Okay. And, I like that too. It's all in the moment. So You're I go fine. that way. Then, then my wife's friend keeps fucking texting me. Smart ass. Smart. You know her. You uh, know her. Yes. Okay. The one with the shots. Yes. She, she fucking Terrible. starts chirping. Big Padre fans are telling her 1984 story. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I told my wife, hey, look, tell her to shut the fuck up. It's not a joke to me. Yeah. It's not a joke. Yeah. Man, she wouldn't just wouldn't fucking stop. Like, she just didn't know. I'm like, holy shit, you were driving me out of my mind. So I said some things I, I, I'm not going to repeat on there. And then. Uh, uh, that's disappointing. I'd like to hear him. Yeah. And then yesterday, girl who I went to Wait, high school on, with. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Let's stop after number two. Uh, again, I love your wife like family. That's 100% the role of the family member that's the close friend to say, stop, don't do that. This is something that he likes and you think you're being cute and funny and you're being neither of those things, What you're actually being is incredibly irritating. And you're, you're honestly, you're not even being funny. You're just being rude. What you're doing is he's at a down point. It's something that brings him joy. I absolutely would have played this card, Dave, because that's who I am. I would have said, maybe, you know, our family's history the last couple of years, we haven't had a lot of joy. Yeah. So that's a tough night for him. So, hey, why don't you run down to Knuckles Comedy Club and see if they're doing open mic night, okay, and tell your tell your jokes. 
run down to Walmart, buy another new Tatis shirt, and tell everybody what a big fan you are, <laughs> and then save it. Uh, I got to be honest, Dave, judging, this is 2 nothing you. I was excited to hear how wrong you were and confirm it. I have no time for that. I don't, I, I just, I don't like that. I appreciate it. I didn't it. text you last night. No, no, you were, you were, you were fine. You were fine. I didn't tell anyone to, 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 uh, I didn't block anybody. I didn't do any of that shit. No. All that shit you assholes did to me in 2020. So fuck off. That's a more class than all of you. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. So, you did. I did. So yeah, I didn't say anything. So, uh, finally the third one was after Alabama and, uh, Tennessee and, uh, this girl from high school in Tennessee has to write something to, to me and to another buddy of mine who's an Alabama fan. And I just fuck off, eat shit. I told her when, and she writes back, I'm going to delete these texts. Cause if I look back at them in years from now, I'm going to start crying again. And I'm like, so I completely made her cry. And, okay, uh, what's the relationship between you and her? I've known her since she was 15. Tennis. I've known her since she was 15. That's Have you it. ever texted her after Alabama beat never. Tennessee the last 15 never, years? Never, never. Three nothing. Dave. I didn't even know she was a Tennessee fan. Dave. Yes, 100. Yeah. percent So Three la- nothing, Dave. So last night, is let's she get- married, Dave? She's divorced. Yeah, she's divorced. Oh. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. still three nothing, Dave. Right. And, and don't come in. Where have you been for 15 years, sweetie? So maybe make your way down. To, <laughs> why don't you go down to Jason Aldean's bar? Okay. Yes. Go down there, buy a new hat. Okay. Dance around a little bit. Buy maybe Lee Bryce to walk in. Three get your pairs number. of Cowboys boots for the for price of one. Go get that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Go in there. Okay. Get some tots and tell everybody what a great day it is. Sing Rocky <laughs> Top with all the other front runners. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, get my lost. God. So last night, and look, here's the deal. I understand the game I've been playing all the time. As Jeff says, it's like sure. ravaging Rick Rude. I understand. This is my this is my time. I I got it. I knew what was happening. I got the whole thing all figured yeah. out. The worst case scenario. Yeah, it's it's the worst case scenario. And I kept saying to my wife's like, you know, my wife's rooting for the pods. My son Josh is in a bar in Tennessee. They're rooting for the pods with another buddy of his that's a, a, a San Diego guy. And they're screaming their asses off. He said, and everyone on the bar is looking at them like they're idiots. No one's watching the game or paying attention, but those two are right. screaming like the whole bar's watching. And um, and so I'm like, all right, here we go. So I was pissed. I wasn't going to respond back because I knew I'd say something I regretted. And I literally wrote that that simple tweet, and I took my phone upstairs. Dude, it was lighting up like fucking firecrackers. And I had to bring it back oh, down. That was great. It was great. Put it in the garage. Couldn't look at it because, again, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Then I see James Royal's comment this morning. And then I see uh, <laughs> Jason Miramontes, who fucking supposed to be a friend of the show. He starts calling me out. And I was like, what the fuck? These well, fucking he's guys. Show. He's just, he's just, both of those guys are friends of the show. They're just more with me than they are you. 100% they are. So but, here's, here's, here's me being 100% serious. Dodgers yeah. didn't play what the Dodgers are, are supposed to do. When you win 111 games, you're supposed to play better. The Padres cannot play better. Do not dismiss anything the Padres have done. If you told any team in baseball, you have to go through the Mets in New York, all three games, and you have to go through the Dodgers, you're like, no fucking chance. And that's what everyone was right. thinking for the most part. No fucking chance. That road is too hard. And the fact that they did it and knocked off the Mets in three games and knocked off the Dodgers in four games. Features are... Dude, yeah, absolutely. They they pl- have been playing outstanding, and they the one thing you cannot read in analytics is clutch hitting. You never know when timely yep. clutch hitting happen, and this has been one of those. We talked about it last week. Nola, Grisham, Kim, all the guys that at the bottom of the lineup 
have made that lineup solid. They've all come through and they've all stayed hot. And, and I know Philadelphia will say the same thing. They're doing the same thing. But it's yeah. uh, it's it's an amazing, amazing run right now what the Padres are doing. Cronenworth, I mean. Yeah, Cronenworth, yeah. absolutely. All the guys that you were talking about, you're possibly not coming back next year, right? You're all going, yeah. fuck that guy, yeah. fuck that guy, fuck that guy. They got to upgrade here, here, and here. Yeah, I just, look, man, you step up with with every one of those guys. And, and this, this was the thing that, that I loved. I absolutely loved the way San Diego showed up on Friday night, and I absolutely love how San Diego showed up on Saturday night. I, I just, as I'm sitting here, Dave, and I, I got this thing coming out of my rib cage, which is a surgical drain. So you yep. look and you're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> this is not something I'm used to. And I'm watching on social media and I'm seeing friends of mine and, and yours that are down there, right? My, my sister and my brother-in-law have been season ticket holders for 20 years. Yeah. And there are so many of those years when I was like, Jesus, man, I love this team. You guys are all in. They were there Friday night and knowing what it meant to them, right? Uh, Fangirl was there Friday night. Erica was there Friday night. And then last night, I, I can't drive right now. So I wanted to be with my son, Jack, because we talk about this team every day. Yeah. And we're texting and calling because he's on a 30-second delay watching on YouTube TV. So I don't want to say anything and give it away. I want him to be able to experience it like we all are in the moment. And and people kept saying to me, like, first they would say, are you there? Dude, no. I had three surgical operations. In a 24-hour period, no, I'm not there, and I'm probably not golfing tomorrow either. <laughs> I got a but, million of those, by the way. Are you there? And it's like, they would kill me there. No. I'd get killed. Right. But, yeah. but, Dave, you know what? I didn't care because I was so thrilled that people that mean so much to me, people that mean so much to this show, were down there. And, yeah, I would have loved to have Jack here for the moment. But starting Tuesday, I should get the drain out and time for game one, and then we move on to the NLCS. If yeah. that had been the World Series, yeah, there's probably a part of you where you're like, fuck, that really sucks I had to watch it. But, dude, that's how life works, man. Like, just fucking face it and deal with it and go. And I'm going to say this, too. Well, I'm just going to say this because we've been dealing with this all day. I'm so thankful that we are where we are today with Padre baseball, that we no longer, no longer have to look at guys like Kurt fucking Bavacqua and think he's relevant in this town. The first guy in this town that should start to realize that the game is no longer about him and his bullshit home run in game two of 84 is Bavacqua. There's not a bigger <laughs> fucking fraud in this town than Kurt. And Kurt doesn't get the joke. That's the thing and was in on it and was able to be embraced the way that Randy Jones or Trevor or so many others have been embraced in this town and are loved for their legacy. Kurt doesn't seem relevant, and he's not. And, well, you know, we're not yeah. going to go too far down the rabbit hole. I got a lot of shit I could tell you about Babakwa that would fucking humble that guy and shut his fucking mouth, but I won't because I'm classy and I'm recovering from three major operations. Yeah, but, good, good for you. I mean, not for not in the recovery, but, but dude, we both do. Just, we both have a million stories and we've kept our mouth shut forever, but he's crossed the line, man. He just completely is, is an idiot. Has oh, crossed he's crossed the line. Just, he's just, nobody follows him. Dave, I don't follow him. He doesn't follow me yet. He feels the need to 
things that I'm posting and our fantasy football league, Bob Hunt and Gavin and Dan absolutely kicked the shit out of him on Twitter tonight. And I was thrilled for it. Kurt, you're no longer relevant, but you had one night in the spotlight and guess what? It's been eclipsed. It was eclipsed by Chris Gwynn in 96. It was eclipsed by the entire team of 98. And it was eclipsed again by what we saw. And if you want to tell me it's the only World Series game they won, I don't care. I was here in 84. I was here in 96. I was here in 98. And I was absolutely here last night. And when you look at those and you rank them, Kurt, you're dead bottom last. And you're just going further and further down the ladder. So maybe what you do is go out front, have a lemonade. You probably have a cigarette. Have a great, Kurt. And be thankful. But nobody in this town is thankful for you tonight. Nobody in this town is like, oh, I'm so thankful for guys like Trevor and and Loretta and all the guys you see in town. Jake Peavy here last night, Musgrove, and, of course, old number seven. No, nobody's saying it. Turn your phone off. Go back to whatever you're doing. Mow the lawn. Hang out by the pool. Be thankful you got to play the game that so many of us wanted to play. But stop telling everybody how much your opinion matters because nobody cares move on dude i just checked That's twitter a- right now that asshole follows me that fucking jerk so he just waits to get yeah. mad he just waits to get that- angry that's old school padre fan base right there that's the old school relevant and and i was there a part of it right yeah but i'm so thankful for where this organization is now and how fun it is and where it is and all the old, miserable, dried-up raisins that were part of this team's history that, you know, there are a lot of guys that were part of this history that we love. Dougie Goosh, others, right, that were just Juan Benilla, that a thousand names people are hearing. But I just, I'm, and Kurt's never said anything negative to me, but I'm just sick of him jumping in and running his mouth at Gavin, running his mouth to you, running his mouth at everybody. I don't, I don't have any personal acts to gain. I'm just saying as a fan, dude, nobody cares anymore. You can leave. Goodbye. Dude, I'm, I'm with Did you. Did he really? Yeah, I'll look at Yeah, that. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you. It should be a nice celebration. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So a couple things. Let me ask you about the, this Padre team because the question is mm-hmm. how far can you go? And I got to tell you, as watching Padre fans, because I know this is a lot of fun, Man, I'm so superstitious. I never say anything until right. all the wins are in, in the bag. Right. And man, right. you got eight wins to go. But man, is it? It makes me nervous. Like you don't jinx them. Don't jinx them. You know, not don't knock on wood. Deal. Um, I tell you, how cool is it? Well, number one for the Nola family, right? That Love it. Yep. You got you got two boys fighting for the World Series, which is incredible. You know, one of them's going to the World Series. And um, I've been watching. I don't know if you've been watching the Phillies at the same time. Yeah. The Phillies are that their it's fan insane. base is just like this. Is what's going on the West Coast is going so on the East fun. Coast. Yeah, it has been yeah. so loud and and so insane, and all their bats have come alive too. Where you're going, this should be a hell of a series. And talk about why you you do the postseason. All the teams at the top, the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, out. The two teams that yep. got in at the end are the ones fighting to go to the World Series in the National League. It's a hell of a story. Yanks are on the ropes. I mean, they win tonight, but they're on the ropes. Yeah, for me, Dave, I just know it's why there was a part of me today that was thinking I should go out and buy the Sunday paper. And I didn't because as fun as those things can be today, 
man, they can absolutely break your heart in a month. Yeah. I don't want anything. I, 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 I'm sure there are people that ran out and bought the hat, bought the NLCS shirt, all that stuff. And, and I'm, I don't say anything to any of you. Do whatever you like to do to celebrate this moment. Great night in San Diego. But I don't do any of it. I'm with because you. Because for that same reason, Dave, you, you can get your heart torn out really, yeah. really quick. And so, look, that, what, what happened the last couple of days for this city, for that, for that franchise, were huge. And we've, ne- we've not mentioned uh, how long we've been going. We've been going almost 40 minutes. We haven't yeah. said a word about Pete Seidler. Like, yeah. And Pete, Pete and Ron. And, and to see Ron Fowler, a picture of Ron the other day in the stands, you know, we, I almost dismissed Ron's role in this, and I'm glad I caught myself the other night because that would have been embarrassing. What, what Peter and Ron did to pump life back into this franchise, the whole Jeff Morad thing, yeah. cannot be understated. And there were probably plenty of times when, when they were ready to move on from Preller and they stayed with him. But then what Peter allowed him to do this year by going out and getting Hater and getting Soto and Soto plays a part of it last night. Super exciting. But, I mean, it's just for Pete Seidler, who's just a saint. I mean, I, I put a thing on Twitter, Dave. I don't know if you saw it, but I just said it'd be funny for Dean Spanos watching that last night when you put a little money into the product. And, and a lot of what I meant money-wise, I mean, you can talk to Eric Weddle and others. It cracks me up that Charger fans are jumping on locally, Dave, telling me, oh, this isn't about the Chargers. Well, the Chargers are the ones that put out the tweet that said, go Dodgers. They, that, so for any of you living in San Diego that are still loyal, right, that are still Padre fans and Charger fans, the Chargers put out a tweet yesterday that said, go Dodgers, with a bunch of different Dodger images, and it was all about L.A. Yeah. So they were cheering against you last night. Of course. But, but what I said was Dean put no money into the stadium. And the biggest thing that Dean never did was try to find a way to connect with the fans, which, which Ron did and Peter did, Eric Rubner and the rest of their team down there have done consistently since the time they took over. And I said, it's pretty amazing, Dean, uh, what this city will do if you try to connect with them and you put a little money into the product. And then I ended it with kick rocks, dipshit. But, um, but it, I, for Pete Seidler, I just I was thrilled for him because we've never had anybody quite like him. As great as John and Larry were here, uh, we've never had anybody like Peter Seidler. And I'm I just I don't know absolute godsend. And when you see the video, Marty, I think Marty did with him last night, and he was so he was so excited, and he said he was going to party like a rock star <laughs> last night. He goes, and he said, and I don't party, but I'm going to tonight. And he's, but then Dave, you know, he said he snuck in there at the end. He said, we're going to be a really good team for a long time. He's all in, man. So that means he's, that means he's, he's all for the only way to be a very good team for a long time is his money and free agency because there's nothing in the minor league system. So that means he's going to continue to spend. Yeah. I mean, story came out. AC had the other day that they're going to talk to Darvish about an extension rumblings that, Maybe they talk to Snell. I don't think you have to talk to Snell now. Maybe well, they both have one year left. Would you talk? Yeah, Darvish. Would you talk, I would definitely talk. Would he really at thirty-seven? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't have to be crazy, depending on what the money is. But I mean, I mean, he's he's, you know, I I mean, if if I could get, yeah, one year, extend him out for another year, and then 
four. I mean, Dave, you're going to have nothing. I don't. Right? I, yeah, I'd ask you, four. You'd have Musgrove. Yeah, I'd ask but, for three. But I don't know that. If I was Darvish, I'd oh. ask for three. I want you to pay me for three. Otherwise, what's the point of even talking to you? Why wouldn't I just finish right. out my year and test free agency? But, um, and then I saw Darvish speak English last night. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty, pretty wild to see. But no, I just, uh, so, so many fans that were there and we've said this a lot this year, whether, whether you've been in for a year or you've been in for 40 years, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it just doesn't matter. Just celebrate it. Have fun. It's a the, great time. The Snell extension would be interesting, right? Because he has one year left yeah. too. But Snell has always okay. talked about, even though he's a Major League Baseball player in Tampa or in San Diego, how much he is a fan of the Mariners. Like, he always talks about home. And so I was like, this guy's going to Seattle when he gets a chance. I'm curious to know if he would sign the extension or go to go free agency in a year. I mean, the Mariners are young and doing well, concern, too. Yeah. My only concern with Snell, Dave, is if, as you move forward, the one thing you can say about Musgrove, the one thing you can say about Darvish that you can't say about Snell is that they can pretty consistently get you through the six. What and a, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, no, I, 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 I understand. I still like it. So I still like when you get guys that can get you through the six. I know that you have, right, who knows, but just saying in our current roster buildup, I, I get it that you got Martinez and Suarez and Garcia, and you get the hater. But, man, it just made such a difference this year when those guys consistently were given the six innings every night. Let me ask you this one here, because money wise, mm-hmm. I think both the Padres and the Dodgers can outbid the the Braves. And when I say the Braves are because that's the rumor where he's going to Grom. Yeah. Do you make a run at to Grom? No. The Grom's three years younger than, than Darvish. Yeah, I got it. But he's gosh, Dave, what's he going to get 40 million a year? I think he's going to get more than that. I think he's going to get maybe, yeah. maybe 50 because Scherzer got close to 45. Well, so since we since we last talked about this team, we look at where they're at right now. Decisions that we easily would have made when they were in Arizona a month ago and were struggling. Yeah, I don't know that I don't know that those happen at this point. So Soto's obviously your right fielder. Yep. As much as I would try to flip Grisham for a picture, pitcher because I I think Tatis is your center fielder. I, I don't know that that happens. I just don't know that that happens because I think Seidler plays a little bit of the PR game and who can blame him? You know, uh, left field for me. It's scary. You ahead. know what scares me about that dude is that, you know, you watch Grisham for 162. Scares you about keeping Grisham? Yeah, he's ranked out of every hitter in baseball. He's ranked as the worst hitter in all of Major League Baseball. Well, and, but Dave, he's only arbitration eligible. So but if he's no good, he's no good. He's a ton of money. But if he's no, no good, that's a, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the Dodgers are going to DFA Bellinger. You know they're gonna oh, they're gonna get right. rid of they're gonna get rid of Bellinger because yeah. he's not hasn't done well either. I mean the guy's a two hundred hitter since he won MVP, and the Dodgers hey yeah. as much as they you know hey the fan base loves Cody and he sells a shitload of jerseys, he's not helping the team win. You know they're gonna have a no. new center fielder next year, so you go okay he's gone. Grisham has been hot for a week. I mean think about it a week ago right now we're doing right. the show they just knocked off the Mets. It feels like a month, but it's been one week. Right. Two weeks ago tonight, we do that show where people were concerned because remember he had the family matter yes. and he got into the car um, with a woman and they were like, he's not even on the roster. roster. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine? Look, we know Myers is gone. 
And I mean, the idea that you're still talking about re-signing Myers, even though he bought everybody drinks last night. <laughs> Myers is gone. Bell's gone. Drury's gone. Right. You got to assume Dave, these guys are all probably gone. Yeah. Uh, um, Clevenger's gone, right? Manaya's gone. All those different guys are gone. The other guy uh, that you start looking at is, I mean, I think Nola's back. I think Nola's back. I think Cronenworth is back, right? People got so mad that I'd even suggest trading Cronenworth for pitching. It's not that I had any axe to grind with Cronenworth. It's just you don't have, as Dave said earlier, you don't have a lot of minor leaguers. No one ready to go. You don't have a lot of tradable assets, and you're probably going to need at least three starters. So Yeah, I mean, um, Ryan Weathers isn't coming. You know, he's not. No. Yeah. It's here's here's my, my fear about this is that, you know, you fall in love with guys in the postseason it happens all the time. Every team does it. Sure. The Giants yeah. last year, won 107 games. And the problem was they're ready to make the youth movement and they fucked up. They fell in love with Crawford and Belt and all these fucking guys. And it really Got set extension. the Giants back. Yeah, it set the Giants back and where from the what their plan was to that. The only thing I would say to that is for the money that you would have given Crawford and the money you would have given Belt or a couple of those other guys, those are pretty high-ranking guys that you're overall. Cronenworth isn't going to be that high. He's an arbitration-eligible guy. Grisham, too. But it's really going to be determined, and it's funny because now you look at it, and all of a sudden, when you take four more games off of Tatis, right now, I think he's somewhere around the 23rd of April. Yeah. He's back. You have a Zocar. What position? So you have a Zocar. What position? No, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you have a Zocar that could play center for a month. But if the idea is that Tatis is going to be your everyday center fielder, then yeah, maybe it is easier to say goodbye to Grisham and, and let him go somewhere else. And because he would be, I mean, Kim's got to be your shortstop. He should be. So, My guess is he wins the gold glove. If it was fair, he'd yeah. win the gold glove. So Kim's your shortstop and he's at third. Uh, Cronenworth's probably back at second. And then you got to find a first baseman, but that you can do that. Yep. And then you've got Soto to T. Far as probably your left fielder again, just because from personal relationships, right? Yep. In chemistry, they keep that thing together. Yep, he loves it. Nola's catching. Nola's catching. And then you go uh, Darvish, Musgrove, and Snell is one, two, three. I mean, with Hayter at the back end of the bullpen, and Garcia and Suarez and Hill, right? A few of those guys that are in place. And you go, all right, we got a pretty good basis. So I, I don't, I don't see them being a player for Degrom. But with Peter Seidler, uh, whoever knows what the mindset is. Yeah, I don't think money is uh, an issue. I don't think money is something no. that they're even concerned about. When you talk about arbitration eligible and the money that's going to cost, it's it's those days are gone. I mean, with Seidler, I think those days are gone. No, but I, I would only say to that, Dave, is you still got to have guys coming in that. 300,000 or, you know, 800,000, right? Two, two million. Those guys are going to make way more than 300,000. That's probably bullpen guys. But, but you know, 800,000 million, $2 million guys, you still got to have a little bit of roster balance no matter where you are. And you can get away with that kind of money because they're arbitration eligible for guys like Cronenworth and Grisham. But, uh, but I would say too, you and I may be having a completely different conversation about a lot of guys a week from tonight. Yeah. After game four. Okay. Right? Yeah. Since you and I probably won't do a show, we know we aren't going to do a show before game one. I want to ask you a question about the Phillies yeah. and Pots. Mm-hmm. 
the other series benefited the Padres, I think, um, because they were short. You know, the the Mets was a best of three. The Dodgers was a best of five. This is a best of seven. And this is why yeah. I say it, they were beneficial to the pods and maybe might not be the next round. Are you concerned about the pitching in a, in a best of seven? Well, so, so, at, so, so when they go with Clevenger, you're fine? Well, what I was trying to do was figure out what Philly's going to do because you look game one, is going to be Darvish, Zach Wheeler, I have to assume, right? Or Nola, I don't know which one, yeah. Okay, and then game two, Nola, but yeah. uh, and I would figure game two here is Snell. Because yeah, I agree. Darvish I would, and Snell will be would, one and two. Yeah, because the other thing is why I go Snell game two is even if he goes five and you got to get into your bullpen, off day the next day for travel, and it gives the bullpen the chance to bounce back, heading into three, four, five on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Would you agree? Yeah, and then uh, Musgrove would go. Yeah. Uh, Musgrove would give him a full rest. He goes game three. Yeah. yeah, right. So Musgrove goes Friday night. I mean, even yeah, a little bit extra, right? Because yeah. he he'd probably be going on six days. Yep. And then all of a sudden, shit gets really interesting. And because I'm trying to figure out, and and I don't have it in front of me. I meant to look it up. Who would the Phillies have for game three against Musgrove? He, the guy who just pitched. Uh, God dang it! I got to look it up myself. Um, yeah, I, I got to check it. I was looking at the Padres side though, because you, you ha- you're going to have to use either Clevenger or Manaya. You got to go one of those guys as a pitch. Well, Darvish need, said he was, he, yeah. Darvish said he would have pitched today. So no, I got it, but it's, a, it's seven games. It's tough to do that twice to bounce back twice on short rest is tough. No, but he didn't, he didn't have to. So I'm just saying, I'm saying for the next Darvish, series, it's tough. If, if Darvish, Darvish goes, if Darvish goes Tuesday. Tuesday and Saturday, that's tough. Yeah, and then you ask him to tough, do, right? then you ask him to bounce back again for Game Seven. That's that's that's. Uh, see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's what? Do, then, be, then what do you have left for the World Series if you go that far? Like you're you you killed him. You got okay. So Manaya has not thrown. A, did Manaya pitch at all against no. the Mets? He hasn't thrown. Oh, a pitch no, against the, I think against the Mets. Yes, against the Dodgers. No. Didn't Manai get in the DeGrom game? I didn't see a whole lot of that one because sick as a yeah, dog. I, I, but I, yeah, Manaya I mean, threw. I believe Manaya okay. threw. Yeah, I mean, dude, you, you're going to have Sorry, to take your chances. Sorry, I'm looking at the Phillies. I would tell you right now, but I'm looking no, at the Phillies. Yeah. You're fine. You're going to have to take your chance on game four. And and really, I think, too, David, it depends on where, how the series lines up. Yeah. And, right, you got to you – gotta, <laughs> I mean, if the series is 3 nothing. Uh, Philly at that point, I'm probably not going with Manaya, but if it's two to one San Diego, yeah, I'm probably going Clevenger and trying to get a few innings out of Manaya as well. Yeah, I mean these guys have been quality starters for a long, long time and just kind of fell off towards the end. I mean that's why they're here, and both of those guys are going into a contract here. They're they're dying to get in these games to get the opportunity to show what they can do. <laughs> I just don't know if they can do yeah. it. I, I just don't know. We'll get it. We'll see how how it uh, how it all plays out. I mean, it's I I should be in the garage Wednesday night after game two, and I think uh, what I would say is let's hold it until Wednesday night. Let's see what happens in game one and game two because we can look at it um, uh, knowing Musgrove's going in three, and then I I think it becomes really really interesting at that point to figure out what you're doing with four four five and six. Yeah, yeah. Ranger Suarez will probably be the guy you see in uh, see pitching in Game Three. 
or game four, okay. game game three or four for them. And so ten and who's ten and seven this year? Yeah, I didn't see enough of him. Yeah, so three, me neither. Like, three six five ERA, ten and seven is what he was. I mean, what amazing yeah, story you know, with uh, with the Phillies fired their fucking manager, and then they here they right. are, and then LCS. Yeah, and we were there when Girardi got fired. I feel like we were sitting in the garage that night right yep. after it happened. Yep. And um, no, I, I I think the thing I would say about Suarez is we can look at and go ten and seven, three point six five, but he's going to have the energy of the crowd in Philadelphia behind him, like San Diego had the last couple of nights. That's why I, I, so many people today dismissing, and I get it. From a yeah. from a baseball standpoint, five and six, yeah, right. There's a lot of questions that come out of it, but I just think the atmosphere for those games is just going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's just gonna, I think it's going. I think the. I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for what the energy will be like in Houston, but I just I think it's going to be great. Here you go. The the four starters for the Phillies are, are Ranger Suarez, Noah Syndergaard, Wheeler, and Nola. Syndergaard only went three, though. So Syndergaard yeah. is there. He's had a good year, though. Two, two, five ERAs. He's had a good year since he got traded. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they were pretty quick to yank him yesterday in that game. They got him out of there pretty quick. So, yeah, I think he's I think he's their Clevenger slash Mania. Yeah. And we probably see him. But, uh, yeah, pitching Philly. Fans are riled up. But, I mean, look at, look at some of those guys, right? Castellanos. Schwarber, Harper. Harper's right? on fire right now. Real Muto. Yeah, someone like, made a comment. I think it was A-Rod said it. He goes, he goes. the best thing for a team is when your best player is actually your best player, and that's what's going on in the Phillies right now. Talking about yeah. Bryce Harper. So the Phillies' well, run, run, run scoring has been insane. You know, eight runs, nine runs, seven runs. I mean, they're, they're scoring a shitload yeah. of runs right now. Yeah, and, and I like it, too, that both teams lined up Man, no excuses, right? No excuses. Rotation will be lined up, bullpen, yep. healthy. Everybody's rested, good to go. Love it. But yeah. but as far as making a prediction with as inconsistent as this team was down the stretch, I mean, you play the hot hand, and they're, I mean, they they beat two hundred win teams to get here. Yeah, it's a pretty solid effort. Um, but That's the Mets beat a really amazing. good car, or I mean, the Phillies beat a really good Cardinals team, and beat a hundred win team in Atlanta. Yep. So, yeah, I, I yeah, and, Dave in the in the NLCS, what? Who who else would you want? You want Atlanta in there? They no, were really. I mean, no, you'd want the Phillies. Part. This is the matchup you'd want. Hundred yeah. percent. You wouldn't want to face the Braves. I, the Braves were the team Home that scared me more than anybody. If I was betting my house, I would have bet my money on the Braves in this postseason by as well as well as I've been playing. The Braves and Dodgers have to be looking and going, San Diego finished 22 games out, and they have home field advantage. I mean, Remember when, be- yeah, 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 you're, you're, I'm with you. That's what's so amazing. I mean, the, you know, the whole Dragon Slayer thing, it, it's true. It's been incredible what they've done. Remember in 2006, the Cardinals came to San Diego with an 82 and 80 record? Yeah. And they fucking won the World Series? Yeah. Because it got hot. Yep. Look, I, I watched every pitch. I know you did too in 87 and 91 when the Twins beat the Cardinals and then uh, beat Mark Grant's loser Braves. Yeah. But but the home field advantage, Twins have never won. I mean, maybe in 65. Who cares? I don't know. But 87, 91, they won every game at home. And 
if this thing goes seven and and who's got home field advantage for the World Series? Well, that's funny you say that now. I guess it depends. Probably, but uh, the Yankees win, it will be the Yankees or Astros will have home field advantage over both the Padres uh, and Phillies. Gotcha. Okay, so, but at least for the NLCS, man, I think that home field advantage getting game six and seven here, I think it's going to be huge. You know what? I don't even fucking know. The Padres have played really well on the road and not great at home. <laughs> I don't even know what what how it works out right now. I just I don't even know if yeah. it matters to the Pods. I mean, God dang, I, I can't tell. I went to New York and won one, two, or three. That's true. Yeah. Uh, hey, can we we dismiss the addition of a manager saying it's just three, four games? But but every guy on that team, what you watched last night, what everybody referred back to is the speech that Melvin when Melvin lit into him in Arizona. In in Arizona, MVP of this team, right? In a lot of ways, almost. Uh, I mean, Manny by far, but ooh, Bob Melvin close second. Yeah, Even though he never put on the gear. Yeah, here's yeah, here's two, two things driving me a little nuts. All right, I'm gonna complain about Padre fans real quick. Fucking eight, stop calling him Bow Mill. Is it? Are you too I lazy? Know. You can't put the vin, you can't put the vin in there. It's it's. I, 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 I fuck. that from day one. Jesus, so Bow Mill. Oh, sorry, Bob Melvin, dude. All right, sorry. Yeah, three syllables and a two. He's a grown man. You lazy fuck. Probably his grandkids. Yeah. Probably his grandkids is right. The third thing is, yeah. this fucking goose thing is driving me out of my mind. Let me point this uh, out to you. If you're watching the game, the Dodgers were rallying when the goose was on the field, you assholes. When they pulled the goose off the field, the Dodgers stopped rallying. The goose was benefiting the other team. Stop dude, fucking dude. bringing the goose in. Don't take away from what the players are doing, you dipshits. Dude, I wrote Bernie Wilson a text message, right? Because everybody was freaking out about the Dodgers doing this and the Dodgers doing that. And I wrote a note toward, oh, I know what it was. Everybody in town lost their mind because the, the LA Times had an opinion piece. I, nobody clearly reads the paper anymore. I was texting back and forth with Posner because the opinion piece is as close as you can get to a printed version of talk radio. That's all it is. It's just opinion. It's not based on facts. And Bavacqua, Ornberger, all these guys in this town lose their mind because the guy writes in the L.A. Times the other day, if there was ever a season where they shouldn't have even played the playoffs and given the title, it was this year because of the room differential and just the way the Dodgers dominated all of baseball in 111 games. He wasn't – he was just making an opinion, Right. Yes, and everybody loses their mind. It wasn't an insult at the Padres, okay? He didn't kick Julian, right? He didn't hate the chicken. He just made kind of an off-the-cuff joke. And everybody loses their mind. Oh, this guy, how is this even printed in the paper? And I wrote to about five of those guys and said, you understand, we live in a city where there's 10,000 pictures of of a goose on our timeline. <laughs> okay. You understand we live in a town where the local news anchors are wearing yellow and wearing the Padre hats and have foam fingers. Like we're like we're Waco, Texas yeah. cheering for the high school football team. Maybe we're not in a position to call anybody out when, when the local news anchors have Padre gear on, that's embarrassing. Okay. Channel eight, channel 10, channel 39, KUSI, Everybody's going to show up tomorrow. You know, Mark Mathis is out today buying coffee, having a great time. This Padre hoodie on, embarrassing. Stop it. 
Okay. <laughs> we it. get it. Okay. We, we get it. You're a big fan. You're silly. You're, you're into it. We get it. And then we got everybody. I told Bernie Wilson, who's taking pictures of the goose with Randy Jones. I go, you've lost all credibility. Okay? <laughs> we, we, we want you out of Fletcher Hills. And he told me to take another shot of morphine and shut the hell up. But yes, we, we are in no position. We were swag chain last year. Okay. We have everybody in town. And I'm talking about from a cred- credibility standpoint. This is not directed at any fans that can do whatever they want, have as much fun as you want. But this idea that we're going to call out the LA Times for, for sharing an opinion piece, <laughs> right? When Carlo Chiquetto is wearing a swag chain and telling you about what's going on in the Ukraine, which is absolutely not what happened, but you get the point. It's embarrassing. Like, yes, I get you. Right. We need, let's just worry about our own. Okay, yeah. let's try to coach up the, the people in this town to do local news and be like, hey, guys, you, you don't have to show up in the, in the Padres hat. We get it. Big fan. Been a big fan ever since yesterday. It's great. We're thrilled yeah. for you. Um, yeah. It's just like this fucking Mayberry by the beach town. And, and Hannibal probably write it again and give me no credit. So screw you to Nick, too. <laughs> Did you see Padre fangirl call out Canapa? Why is she yelling at him? What what could he have possibly done? <laughs> she said that basically nothing mattered before the time she started watching Padre baseball. And I said, well, that's not true. Why don't you ask Nick Canepa? He was here. Who the hell's Nick Canepa? <laughs> Who the hell's Nick Canepa? And then Nick was, I tagged Nick. I'm like, Nick's on this thread. He can read. Like, hey. Yeah. Who gives oh, a fuck God. was basically her attitude. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> What about your friend with that attitude? <laughs> getting, getting everybody so mad. Oh, my yeah. God. I would have invited them down here tonight if, if you were going to be here. But I was like, oh, fuck, Jeff's not going to make it. So I'm not putting them in the garage. But uh, no, uh, that is too damn funny. Week. Oh, my God, dude. That's that's too damn funny. Damn. Hey, hey, Dave, maybe, yeah. maybe next week after the game's on Sunday night. Yeah, no problem at all. I think it's a good no, idea. The, Let's hear from the fans. All right, I'll text them. I'm with, I'm right, with that'd you. That'd be great. Hey, want to mention Alan okay. Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Look, the weather cooled down a little bit this week. I don't know if you looked already at your phone. Man, it's going to be high 80s again. What the hell? We cannot get away from the hot weather. Look, it's, it's pool season year-round in San Diego. If you have not called Alan Taylor and made an appointment to talk about a pool, you got to call Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools. Ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Uh, I have so many sutures stitches mesh patching in me right yeah, now no one's inviting you so, over to their pool they're not <laughs> the thing Suck. just be out there miserable shuffling around but for the rest of you dummies uh what are you waiting on a tailor-made pool would be the perfect place to celebrate and dave if the dodgers had won yeah uh I was going to do the classy thing and offer the mandy pool special guess what? <laughs> you didn't win they're out so, uh, yeah, this would be, can you think about this pool right now? Yeah. Usually it's because some of the fine women in San Diego and my goodness that we have a, a million different choices. What if we just did the big SD pool? Maybe part of it's a lazy river. Think Alan could do that? I'm sure he could. I bet he could do one in the right. shape of the San Diego chicken. And what about, uh, the fryer? The fryer would be perfect. They should bring the chicken that- in for the playoffs. Eddie G. Yeah, bring in the eye Dirty uniform. Yeah. 
Bring the eye All the little chickens. Poster of Lonnie Why Anderson. Not? Bring it in. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Get the San Diego chicken pool. Teddy Giannolis is a good, good man. So, yeah. Get it. Support Teddy G and support Alan Taylor. There you go. Dan Williams is your guy to help you again with financing. What's going on with your finances? Do you find yourself in debt? Time to get out of debt. Time to get out of the rental market, most importantly. Let's own your own home. Let's call Dan Williams. Give Dan a call. He can help you out. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, what a perfect time, Dave. Right now, is, uh, we're getting into the fall. We're getting into the holiday season. It's incredible to think that, that because we're still in mid-October and Padres are playing baseball. But it's a perfect time to have your finances lined up. And nobody can do that better than Dan. Uh, it's funny, guy who always talks about LK line feels pretty comfortable walking <laughs> around town in that Tim Hill jersey, doesn't he? Sure yeah. does. Interesting. Hey, we'll take everybody we could get. We'll take them all. Everybody's welcome, even Dan. And so, uh, yeah, give him a call. Get your finances, especially in the next two weeks after you lay out about $4,000 on Padre tickets on your credit card. You're going to need a way to get that credit card paid down in time for the holidays so your kids don't open it up and you go, oh, this is great, Dad. What is this? It's a big box of sand. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad, Dad went to the Padre games and spent a lot of money buying hard seltzers for Miss Pirate. So, yeah, it's a tiny little sandbox for you and your cat. Ah, great. Thanks. Uh, Dad will help you avoid that. Give him a call. Tell him his buddies Dave and Jeff said hi and uh yeah, he told me the Red Wings are winning the Stanley Cup. Is that what he Early told prediction. you? Jesus. Yeah, I didn't listen. <laughs> Brian Curry is your guy when it comes to finding the perfect home. Have you thought about that perfect home? I know a lot of people look on a regular basis where they might want to move to. When can they afford to move there? But look, if you have a home, let's get the most amount of money for it. Brian Curry can do both things for you. Find you the right neighborhood and also get you the most for your home. Brian's the best guy when it comes to real estate. He's a guy we recommend. As someone told me this weekend, people actually like working with their real estate agent when they work with Brian Curry. I said, you're damn right. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, is it a good time to get out of the market? Is it a good time to get into the market? David, something you and I talked about earlier today uh, regarding a friend of ours. Dave and I don't know the answers, but Brian would. And if it isn't the time, when will it be the time? Yeah, you need somebody on your side that's going to help you make the tough call during the tough decisions. Nobody better than Brian Curry during that. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll bring back the helicopter on Sunday night or Wednesday night. No chance I'm doing it in front of Fangirl and uh, and Erica. But maybe Wednesday night we'll go up to the, the chopper, the live overhead view of what's going on in downtown San Diego, a tribute to BC. There you go. Hey, Kyle Fluger's your guy when it comes to websites. Right now, are you getting the most out of your business through your website? Kyle Fluger is the one you need to talk to. You can make it a little bit better. Everybody can make a little bit more money. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Dave, I'm so excited. I have a new website to announce. It's called kyleisafraud.com. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> last night, I tuned in. He's he's a Cubs fan. Isn't that the rumor that you and I have heard? Dude, every time Freddy I do a Zoom with w. him, there's a big freaking W behind him from the, the Cubs flag. Well, that's apparently his twin brother, uh, Kurt Pfluger, <laughs> because Kyle Pfluger last night was in an old school Padres T-shirt from 84, right, when they beat his Cubs, and he was singing a Garth Brooks song, did a beautiful rendition, uh, but doing it in a Padres shirt. He said, you know what, this is for all the Padres fans, 
for one of my all-time favorite Padres, Garth Brooks. And I go, but what am I looking at here? Okay. Yep. What am I looking at? What have I said all night? We'll take flukes too. If we're taking Dan, we're absolutely taking flukes. No questions asked. So anybody wants down to the San Diego bandwagon, if we don't take them, Dave, the Phillies will. So we want all of them. So flukes, welcome aboard. You're welcome, your family. But yeah, e-commerce is huge. So if your site's not delivering the numbers you need, he flugs in his guitar call. Absolutely. <laughs> his guitar call. Hey, I want to mention this real quick as well, is uh, we're doing a, a golf tournament for the, for the baseball program that I coach right. over at Benita Vista. Rumor is Steve Finley's playing in this golf tournament. Okay. Is it oh, nice to have to come help put support the program, trying to get a couple other major league guys to jump in. It's not real expensive to play. If you're interested in, in playing, we have some spots available. I'd love to see you out on Friday. It's this Friday. Just uh, direct message me on Twitter and I'll give you all the information, but we're looking for foursomes and, and it'll be a good time. I haven't played golf in like eight years, but I'm going to get out there and play as well. So it'll be a good, good time. You, man. I would ask you to play, but I know you can't even move. So. <laughs> Can you imagine you went and played golf with that shit in your side right now? Oh my God, your doctors would freak out. Why are you back, I, Mr. Dotseth? I was went and played 18 holes. Yeah, I've got, so, uh, I mean, I'll just, I'll type what this is, Dave, because I've mentioned it. And, and I had said to friends, honestly, if Alabama had not lost yesterday, yeah. my goal was, my goal was I was going to show up tonight in the garage, but this was yesterday and there's no way I'm ready to drive yet. But, and just halfway through the show, I was going to, you know, I'd have like a zip up, like my King's jacket on. Yeah. And I was going to take it off just to intentionally creep you out uh, because you would have passed out. Yeah. If I saw that drainage I, shit, no way. I have a quarter. It's, it's like a small, if you think about like a 45 record, no, 45 has got the big one. It's not that big. It's like the size of a 33. Yeah. Right, Dave? Remember the old vinyl? Yeah, of course. It's like a, like a hole punch. Just people, for the non-vinyl people, I have a hole punch in my right side. And coming out are three tubes that go to what looks like a plastic coin purse. And it's draining all, and it's a clear plastic uh, drain. Yeah. And I was just going <laughs> to throw it on the table and be like, what? I was like, why would I do that to him? That's the sickest thing I've ever heard. Remember so, when that would have been second worst when Ralph Renershka pulled that on us at the, at the KFB. Remember that? I'm just kidding. Dude, Ralph, Ralph's, is, Ralph's the nicest man in San Diego. I will not laugh he didn't, at that. He, didn't, he did not put his colostomy bag on the table. I'm just joking. Dude, Ralph, Ralph, when he was in his 40s, let me hold for him as he kicked a field goal at uh, Qualcomm Stadium, yeah. and I still have a picture of it. It was like 50 and yards. It, he booted it right through. It sounded like a gun went off yeah. when he kicked it. <laughs> he broke his shoe. Remember, his shoe blew up. Yeah. What a, dude, I love Rolf. Yeah, I will not. I don't, there's not a lot about the Chargers that I like, but I love Benershka. <laughs> I, I would not endorse that. When do you get the tubes pulled out of your body? I think on Tuesday I get this thing pulled out, and then uh, our friend Lori Burtman in – LSU country said, what's up with all the sutures? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I think they probably have like, there's four different incisions after the four that they did last month. Yeah. And these, but these are all actually stitched and sutured up. So I probably have, I don't know. I think each one's probably, I think it's usually, you know, you've been through it with yeah. guys. I, I'm not trying to make it more dramatic than it is, but it's probably each one is, the incision's probably the size of your thumb. 
So I've got four of these. So that's probably 10, oh, right? Boy. Yeah. And then they did, I didn't even realize I had a hernia. I didn't even realize it. Like, how do you walk around and not realize you have a hernia? And so I have a mesh, uh, a mesh patch that's holding the hernia in place, yeah. too. So that's everything going on. So, yeah, that's why I wasn't at game one or game two. Jesus I'm Christ. To, You're like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Dude, I am 100%. Like, I look like Gary, uh, Jerry Cheevers. Remember the old mask, the old guy that played for the Bruins? Yeah. And he had the hockey mask with all the stitches? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. <laughs> Look at that. Got a tube hanging out. So, yeah, I'll get rid of the tube on. Uh, should have that out Tuesday, and my hope is to be back in the garage on Wednesday. All right, here we go. Real quick. We're just going to not do uh, how old are then how much are they worth, and we'll get you out of here. All right, here we go. Right, October cool. 16th, just one birthday on here. It's Flea. I love Flea. Me too. Red Hot Chili Peppers. 60? 60, exactly. And uh, I don't know if he's got licensing money, so I'll say his money. sixty million. More than that, he has money. Two hundred twenty million. Nah, one sixty. One sixty. Hundred sixty million dollars. Good for him. All right, October seventeenth. Okay. Do got two of them for you. Eminem. Oh wow. Um, Forty-four. Fifty. No kidding. Yeah, I know. Uh, three three hundred million. $230 million. You did, you did okay. good on that one. I thought, I thought some of that money wasn't going to him. And the last one is, it's funny. I had to look him up because I couldn't find his name, but I'm like, I know his birthday is today. It's George Went. Norm from Cheers. Oh, geez, Norm. Um, uh, 73. 74. Good job. Actually, he's, tomorrow will be 74, so technically you're right today. I figured he's got to be close to Ted's age, right? Yeah. And then uh, um, uh, seventy four, and then um, you know how much can he make? Twelve million. I know exactly. So you want to take a guess? <laughs> yeah, I'll say twelve million. Twenty five million dollars. And the most interesting thing about George Went, one reason I wanted to put him in here because I didn't know if you knew, his nephew is Jason Sudeikis. No way. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. That's pretty cool. So I'll save the questions right, well, for you next time because we've gone like an hour, 15, hour, 20 already. So I know I uh, it's not easy for you to do this. So uh, we'll knock it out. The exciting thing is we'll, Padre Baseball will be going again for the next show, and then we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. And hopefully I'll see you in the garage Wednesday night. All right. Good deal, man. Feel better. All right, buddy. All right, talk to you. Thanks.
with the attitude, you better go away. Video game, put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard I. Could. 